come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing our fourth Thursday grab bag topic, pitfalls, betrayal, and your emailed question. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guessed it. It is Grab Bag Topic Thursday. We're going to talk about pitfalls and betrayal. The worlds and the biblical meaning of pitfall and betrayal. A hidden or unsuspected danger or difficulty. A covered pit used as a trap. Is the act of betraying someone or something or the fact of being betrayed. Psalm 118.85 reads, The arrogant have dug pits for me, men who are not in accord with your law. That's interesting. People betray for one of two reasons or both, money and or position. Minister Bennett, now that you say that, I want to ask you about some of the people in the Bible who have been betrayed as it related to money and position. What about Cain who killed his brother Abel in Genesis 4? Would you say it was jealousy? That was absolutely jealousy because God favored Abel's sacrifice over his brothers. So He wanted his position because God loved him more. Okay. So what about Joseph's brothers who hated him and plotted against him in Genesis 36 through 37? Would you say that it was envy and jealousy? Oh, absolutely. Because this is twofold. Because their father favored him, similar to like God favored Abel. But then Joseph also one day would be the ruler over them. So therefore, they envied his position in the future. All right, let's look at David wanting Bathsheba so he had her husband killed in 2 Samuel 11. I thought that included three betrayals, covetousness, envy, and jealousy. (laughs) That's what we call a trifecta in sports because he wanted what another man had. And lastly, because of time, what about Delilah (laughs) cutting Samson's hair in Judges 16.4? Was that loyalty? Uh, absolutely. It's, it was totally different from envy and jealousy. This was about loyalty. This was because she was a Philistine and Samson was not. And Samson routinely, time and time again, defeated the Philistines. So she had to find a way to weaken him so her people could win. Okay, so my question, and last, was Samson's strength really in his hair or was it his faith in what God told him? Ah, you're on to something there. That's a really good question. I would love to pause here and do a deep dive, but this is not that lesson. But we can save this for a discussion on another day or grab back topic Thursday. How about that? Sounds good to me. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after a short break. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio after our grab bag topic session. I'm always happy and joyful when me and the lovely sister Bennett can collaborate on a segment. But you know me, I can't let you guys go without telling you some practical ways to deal with betrayal and avoiding the pitfalls. Betrayal is one of the most painful things to experience in life. It comes so quickly and unexpectedly. That's where the real pain lies. 
She was your friend. He was your confidant. You trusted her with the confidential information. He was your brother. The greater the trust, the greater the pain. The deeper the love, the deeper the wound. So here are some ways that we can deal with this to get past it. Number one, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart for it affects everything you do. Proverbs 4 and 23. Betrayal does more than hurt your feelings. It strikes at the core of who you are, our heart, the keeper of all of our emotion. The enemy of your soul is trying to get your heart exposed for the sake of destroying you. Solomon tells us how important it is to guard our hearts because it affects everything we do. If you respond incorrectly, your heart will harden toward other people and even worse, towards God. Realize the goal of the betrayal is to destroy our emotions, the heart, so guard it. Number two, forgive the betrayer. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Matthew 6, 14 through 15. Forgiveness is essential. It's the very act of releasing the offender from their actions. We will not hold them against them any longer. Forgiveness is an act of faith followed by a journey of continue to forgive and release. When we choose to harbor resentment and bitterness, we now are the offender and will suffer the consequences of our own sin. If you don't forgive, you will not be able to enjoy the forgiveness that Jesus has solely and freely given you. Number three, trust people again. A friend is always loyal. A brother is born to help in the time of need. Proverbs 17 and 17. All real and meaningful relationships are built on trust. The closer the relationship, the deeper the trust. Since betrayal is a total disregard of our trust, it makes sense that it has a way of influencing how you trust people going forward. As we learn to totally trust God with our life, we can find the willingness to trust others and continue building and potentially restoring those broken relationships. Number four. Pull the knife out of your back and place it at the cross. Then Jesus said to the disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must put aside your selfish ambition. Shoulder your cross and follow me. If you try to keep your life for yourself, you will lose it. But if you give it up for me, you will find true life. Matthew 16, 24 and 25. He shared how easy it is for us to keep the knife in our backs and use it as a trophy of our pain and what that person did to us. This only fuels our selfishness and pride in our lives. Instead, we need to remove the knife and leave it at the cross. This allows us to die to ourselves, to that betrayal, and live in the newness of life that he has granted us. In summary, the importance of knowing how to deal with betrayal and its pitfalls. I didn't talk much about pitfalls. I believe it's more important to know how to deal with betrayal and how to recover from it. So let me touch on it here briefly. It is our inability to properly deal with the betrayal that causes us to experience the pitfalls. By removing or reducing the effects of betrayal, we can create or develop a mindset that can safely steer us clear of them. Now, I know sometimes it's not possible to even remove the effects of it. Here's an example. If you can quickly get past the offense, forgive and move on, then there is no need for retaliation or get back, which is the pitfall. This lesson on pitfalls and betrayals can truly be summarized in this one quote that I found. Everyone suffers at least one betrayal in their lifetime, and some of us more. 
It's what unites us. The trick is not to let it destroy your trust in others when that happens. Don't let them take that from you. Sherry Lynn Kenyon. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.